Who do you say that Jesus is? That's the question at the heart of gospel accounts like Mark's. As much as they describe for us the things that Jesus taught and did, the great miracles he worked, the incredible compassion he showed, they don't exist just to report those things to us. They exist to challenge us. Do we really know him? Who do we say he is? As we consider all of this eyewitness testimony, We see in Mark chapter 8, beginning with verse 27, Jesus asked his apostles that very question. And Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? And they told him, John the Baptist, and others say Elijah, and others, one of the prophets. And he asked them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, you are the Christ. And he strictly charged them to tell no one about him. As we come to know Jesus, one of the things that I just always love so much about him is how much he asks questions. Much like his parables required those who were listening to him teach to really think Notice Jesus doesn't just come right out and say, hey guys, I'm the Christ, but he asks questions. He wants to see what his disciples are thinking. He's challenging them to work through these things themselves. And as they reply to Jesus's initial question with what popular opinion about Jesus is, we see a wide variety. Some believed that he was John the Baptist back from the dead. Even King Herod in that day had a similar belief. Some thought he was Elijah back from the dead, a prophet from the Hebrew scriptures, what we today call the Old Testament from several centuries before Jesus. Others just saw him as one of the prophets, somebody who was speaking the word of God to the people. But then Jesus asked the crucial question, who do you say that I am? And on behalf of those apostles, Peter replied, you are the Christ. Now, we might take that word for granted in our day and age. We say Jesus Christ in such a way that we've got it tied deeply into his person. We might even think as though it's his last name. But Christ is a title. It's our English translation of a Greek translation of a Hebrew word, the word that we know as Messiah. It means anointed one, king. And when Peter uses that term, he's not just showing Jesus respect. He's identifying Jesus as being the fulfillment of one that their scriptures were full of prophecies about. For centuries, there had been a vision that one day there would be a descendant from David, one of their people's greatest kings ever, who would be like David in terms of ruling in a righteous way. He would usher in a kingdom where God's people would finally be vindicated, where glory for God would be seen throughout all the earth. And in that moment in history, things would decisively change. So when Peter replies to Jesus' question and he says, you are the Christ, 
he is coming to a realization. He is giving a confession that despite all the miracles they had been seeing, despite all the wonderful things they'd been hearing, they hadn't yet reached for the first time after so many times where their hearts were hardened and they were dull of hearing and they just didn't understand, at this moment, he's starting to get it. He knows who Jesus really is. He's not just a nice guy, a powerful preacher, a miracle worker. He is the Christ, God's anointed one, his son, who is coming into the world to rule. And then characteristic for Jesus, especially as Mark depicts him, Jesus tells them not to tell anybody. Now, obviously, that changed, or Mark never would have written this. But at that moment in Jesus's earthly ministry, while Peter was reaching this recognition, Jesus understood that that word, Christ, was so loaded with meaning and expectation that most of the people, and in fact, his own disciples, still wouldn't completely get it. So while there had to be joy that they were finally starting to grasp who he is, there was also caution. Don't say anything yet. Because they didn't fully comprehend just how God was going to accomplish that salvation his people were waiting for through the Christ. But this was a major moment. It's a major moment in this gospel account as a whole, a major moment in the life of these apostles. And it's a major moment for us to reach as well. Who do we say Jesus is? Is he simply the founder of a religion? Is he a Bible character that we learn some things about along with a bunch of other Bible characters? Is he a teacher with some things that are useful for us to hear and to apply? Or is he the Christ? Is he the Lord? Is he the King sent from God that we will give our full submission to?